Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. It looks like your luggage is over 50 pounds. Is there anything you can take out? Oh, yeah. Let me just toss all these $20 bills. Great. Let me grab you a trash can. Stop. Instead of throwing money away, move some clothes into a carry-on. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states. Hi, besties. Welcome back to Trying to Care. If this is your first time here, hello. My name is Ashley. I like to consider Trying to Care my personal diary for you to listen to and your free therapy. I love therapy. I think therapy is great, and I hope listening to me ramble helps you out. So I'm really happy you're here. On my Instagram, which is in the description of this episode, I asked my followers what you want me to talk about. And I think the most requested episode has been situationships. So I'm finally giving it to you, and that's what we're talking about today. But before we get into that, if you love Try Not To Care, or this is your first time listening and you end up loving this episode, please give it a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple. Um, that's, That's it. I'm done promoting myself. We can get into today's episode. I'll shut up. Thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> um, I feel like everyone has been in a situationship or has a story about being in a situationship it's just something that most people have to deal with whether they like to or not or whether you mean to get into one or not it just happens and sometimes it ends up being very unfortunate most times it's very unfortunate if you've listened to previous episodes of mine you know that growing up I would seek validation from men I kind of was just all over the place especially in high school. I was in and out of relationships, in and out of situationships, and I just wanted to be loved. I always mistook lust and honestly, the bare minimum for love. I thought that having a small amount of attention from these people and them spending the small amount of time that they did with me, it would turn into something more. And I thought that my presence alone in their lives would mean more than it did And every time I thought this, I would end up being hurt because it would never end up the way I envisioned it. I never went into a situationship with the idea of it only staying a situationship. I always went into thinking I could see myself with this person. I want to be loved by this person. I want to date this person. 
and I never got the same back. They never wanted the same thing as me. And when it became apparent that they didn't want the same things that I did, rather than cutting them off, I would continue seeing them as a way to not lose them. It's kind of like how I talked about going on a break in a relationship. One person wants the break and one doesn't, but the person who doesn't settles for the breakup because they're afraid of losing them. In my head, if I agreed to staying in a situationship, maybe eventually they would see that I'm worth pursuing more than that. They would see that I cared about them and wanted to be with them and maybe they would come around and want to date me and um, spoiler, (laughs) they didn't. All it did was show these men, or excuse me, boys, that they had power over me and they could control me because they knew by me sticking around, that meant they could do whatever the fuck they wanted and I'd still be waiting around for them. Like, I wish I could sit here and tell you that I was the cool girl and I was just okay with hooking up and being in a friends with benefits situation, but I wasn't. Like, yes, I was often in situationships, but it wasn't because I was like, oh yeah, this is cool, this is sick. Like, no, I was a crazy bitch and always caught feelings. And I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't until my current boyfriend, who I've been dating for almost five years now, that I decided that I was not going to put myself in a situationship again. I don't know if it was me putting my foot down and deciding that I deserve better that got me into the relationship I'm in now or if I was just lucky and the timing was right and he also wanted to be with me. But before I started talking to him, I kind of had this talk with myself that the next relationship that I would be in was going to be a real exclusive relationship and I wasn't going to put up with things that I did previously. I just didn't have the energy anymore to put up with what I did previously. I was always in the position of we're more than friends but we're not dating and it just became messy and I was constantly being the one who was hurt. And I think that's one of the biggest things that people struggle with in situationships is the confusion of what are we? What are we doing? Are we friends? Are we more than friends? If we are more than friends, are we on the level of possibly dating or are we not going to take this further? But if we're not going to take this further, then what are we doing? And I like you and I only want to see you, but do you also only want to see me? And if we only want to see each other, why don't we date? And if we don't date, then why can't I talk to other people? And if I can't talk to other people, then why can you talk to other people? And it's just messy. And there's always one person who wants to keep it casual and wants to just be a fling or friends with benefits and then one person who caught feelings and wants more. And as the person who always wanted to be more when talking to someone, I found myself almost becoming addicted to chasing the possibility of the relationship and chasing that person. It almost became a game of, can I get this person to wanna be with me? Can I show this person that I'm worth pursuing? And then you add in other people who are interested in this person and are also maybe pursuing them and it becomes competitive. I deadass felt like I was on The Bachelor all throughout high school because I knew I wasn't exclusive with these people I was talking to and I knew they were talking to other girls and I had to be okay with it or I didn't get to talk to them. So it was either I get to have a small piece of them or no piece at all. 
And unfortunately at the time, I was okay with having just a small piece. So I knew that they were talking to other girls, which made me so competitive. And I'm a competitive person as is. And I just wanted to come off as the best option for them. I was constantly trying to show like, I am better than all of these other girls. And I ended up having beef with so many girls because I was not being a girl's girl. I was being a bitch because I wanted whoever I was talking to at the time to just be for me. And instead of blaming these boys who were talking to multiple girls, I would get pissed off at the girls like, how dare you talk to the same guy as me? It was just messy. And if you're like me and you want to be more than just a hookup and you want to exclusively date someone, you probably have been at a point with someone where you ask yourself, why don't they want me? Why don't they want more? What is stopping them from just wanting me? If they like me, why don't they want to be with me? I struggled a lot trying to wrap my head around how could someone tell me all of these things they love about me and how could they want to spend time around me and text me all the time and be intimate with me but not want to be with me. I'm someone who, when I'm invested in someone, I invest all of me into them and I can't imagine that person being with someone else. So if this person that I'm with feels the same way about me, how could they be okay with going off and seeing other people? How could they be okay with me seeing other people? But the truth is, there are so many reasons why someone might not be willing to give you what you're ready to give them. And you're not going to want to hear this, but regardless of what it is that's making them not want to be exclusive with you, Whatever answer you get isn't going to feel good because they still aren't ready and they still don't want you. But I do want to talk about why I think people tend to not be ready for transitioning from hooking up or talking to someone into a serious relationship. I think the obvious reason for why people don't want to commit to someone is commitment issues. Having commitment issues can stem from so many things That can come from past trauma. It can come from past relationships. It can really come from anything. And if someone was previously hurt by someone else, they might be afraid to be hurt again. So rather than risking it and possibly getting hurt, they'd rather just shut down that possibility altogether. So yeah, there's a high possibility that the reason why the guy you really want to be with right now doesn't want to be with you because they're protecting themselves. But There's also a high possibility that they just don't know what the fuck they want. They might look at what you two have and like it, but there still might be a part of them that thinks if they commit to you, they'll be missing out on something else or they'll be settling and they could do better. And in that case, fuck that. More times than not, if you're talking to someone and they like the idea of going out with you and texting you and fucking you, but they don't like the idea of dating you, it's not because they don't want you. It's because they want you and then some. They want to talk to more than one person. They enjoy talking to multiple people. Otherwise, they would be okay with settling down with just you. Because if they have time to spend on you now, there's no reason they don't have time to date you. The only difference between what you two are now and what you two would be if you were dating is you would have a label. And they would be held responsible for disrespecting you. Right now in their head, because there's no label, 
they think they can do whatever they want and talk to whoever they want and they're off the hook. But as soon as that label's on them as your boyfriend or girlfriend, they have to say goodbye to those four other girlfriends and they don't want to do that. The reason why people enjoy talking to more than one person at a time is because of validation. If it wasn't for that, why wouldn't they be okay getting what they get from multiple people in one person? When you're in a healthy, committed relationship, you will get more than enough love and attention and intimacy and whatever else you're asking for from your partner. Way more than you would get from trying to pull it out of a bunch of different people. So it isn't about what they're getting from those people that they wouldn't get from you. It's the multiple sources of validation they're getting. It really is an ego thing. Just kind of like how I was competitive with other girls over a certain guy. I thought in my head, if I was able to make that guy want me more than them, that would mean I'm better than those girls and I'm more worthy of love than those girls, which isn't fucking true, but that was my ego talking. So you could tell this guy or this girl how great you think they are and how much you want to be with them And that's great and all, but if they don't love themselves and they're insecure, they're going to keep seeking even more validation from other people saying the same exact thing that you are to make them feel like they're enough. And I talked about this in my self-love episode and my being alone episode. If you do not learn to love yourself, you will never be able to give others genuine love. And a lot of you that listen to my podcast are younger and you're in high school. And unfortunately, a lot of people that you date in high school are still growing and are immature and they don't know what they want and they don't love themselves and it takes time. But just because that's where they are doesn't mean you have to deal with it and it doesn't mean you have to settle for it. Another reason why people do continue in situationships and would rather stay in one with you rather than expand on it and make more out of it and stay in them even knowing that they don't see it going anywhere and in no way am I blaming you or blaming anyone for this other than the person who doesn't want to be in one is they seek validation from you just like the way they're seeking validation from those four other girls they're talking to they're seeking validation from the fact that you won't leave them if they know that you're okay with being just what you are right now and not dating in their head there's no reason to transition into more if they're content with what you are right now and you're not fighting for more in their head there's no reason to change that they're getting a pretty girl without the responsibility of having to respect her which is so fucking wrong you deserve respect with or without a label and let's be real you can say oh well I'm doing this to myself. I know he doesn't want a girlfriend. I'm asking for too much. And I'm going to tell you to kindly shut the fuck up. (laughs) Obviously, there is an aspect of disrespect for yourself when you allow people to treat you poorly. But that doesn't take away from them treating you poorly. They should still be held accountable. It isn't all on you. You should not be made out to sound crazy for wanting to discuss what you are with someone. If this person has seen you naked or has allowed you to open up to them, the least they can give you is an answer to what you two are. If you have swapped saliva and have spent hours texting 
it's a little more than reasonable for you to question like, hey, what are we? And if they make you sound like you're asking for too much for wanting to know what you are, then there's your answer. You cut them off and you decide for yourself that you're nothing. It's much better to make that decision for yourself than to hear some half-assed thing of what you two are or aren't from them. Just because you two might have spoken in the beginning of your relationship or situationship, whatever you want to call it, and decided you two were just going to be friends with benefits or nothing more than a hookup, doesn't mean you can't bring that up and question it again somewhere down the line. You're allowed to change your mind. Feelings change every day, and that's nothing to be ashamed of. They should take your feelings seriously, and if they don't, they aren't worth your time or energy. Also, with that being said, your feelings, regardless of how they feel, are valid. In my eyes, if you two are investing time in each other, you have every right to express how they make you feel. If you don't like that they're fucking around with four other girls and you express that to them and they make you feel crazy, fucking run. Literally fuck them if they say, well, we're not dating. I don't owe you anything. You owe me respect, especially if you're sleeping with each other. If you're intimate with someone and you know they're being intimate with someone else or multiple people, you have every right to set boundaries and protect yourself. And if they don't like that, they can kick rocks and date four other girls. And unfortunately for them, one of them won't be you. I just get so triggered when I hear someone saying, it's not that deep, we aren't dating, you're being crazy. Because at the end of the day, are they being crazy for no reason? Or are they being crazy because of your actions? People love to use labels or lack of labels to deflect from their actions. Rather than acknowledging like, hey, maybe I was a shithead to this person who really cared about me. Maybe I was being selfish and maybe I was taking advantage of them. They tell themselves, oh, but we never decided that we were boyfriend and girlfriend. So is it really my responsibility that I hurt them? And the answer to that is yes. Yes, you are. Regardless if they agree, if they hurt you, you're still allowed to be hurt. It's still valid and anyone who doesn't or isn't able to acknowledge that is not worth your time and you're dodging a bullet. Which leads me into wanting to talk about red flags or my red flags for when you start seeing new people or you find yourself in a situationship and you're confused on what you two are or what the future is between you two. I think one of the biggest red flags and one of the most obvious red flags that we tend to ignore when we like someone is when they say, let's keep this low key. Let's not tell anyone. I like our privacy. People don't need to know what we're doing. I like how we are. We don't have to make it public. If that's the conversation you're having with someone, run. And if you express that you don't want to keep it private and they try to gaslight you and manipulate you by saying, why do you care so much that it's public? You should just be happy that we have a connection in general fucking sprint. With or without a label, there's no reason why someone who you are spending time with and being intimate with and forming a connection with should want to hide you. Just because you're not dating someone doesn't mean that your friends or their friends shouldn't know about your connection. I understand if they don't want to introduce you to their family, if they don't know where the relationship stands and they don't want to make things messier, if you guys end in like a week. I get that, but there's a difference between trying to protect the both of you from being hurt 
and then just going out of your way to hide each other. More times than not, if someone is hiding the fact that they're talking to someone, it's because they're either talking to multiple people or they're embarrassed of you. You've heard how guys talk in the locker room. You know how guys talk to their friends. You've heard how they talk about women. They're fucking gross. They will never pass up the opportunity to brag about who they're sleeping with or what girls they've pulled. It's literally an award for them. So if they're hesitant to tell their guy friends that they're talking to you or with you, it's because they don't want them to know, which is bullshit because they should be fucking proud that they even got a minute with you. And this doesn't just go for guys. I'm just generalizing here. This goes for anyone. Anyone who's proud of someone in their life, whether that be a friend, a family member, a significant other, they're not going to keep that relationship low key. And the same thing goes for if they haven't necessarily said to keep it low key, but when you're in public with them, they act like they don't know you or they treat you differently than they would behind closed doors. I'm not saying they have to make out with you in front of all of their friends or confess their love to you in the hallway at school, but it's a huge red flag if you're texting all day, every day, and you're seeing each other on the weekends and you have clearly made a connection with this person and then they don't even acknowledge you in person or they flirt with other people right in front of your face. Any of that is a huge fucking no in my book. You shouldn't have to leave that person ever questioning what you two are. If at one moment they're making you feel on top of the world and the next they're making you feel like you two are strangers, that's not okay and that's not what you deserve. You shouldn't have to guess how they feel about you. I have been, like I've said, in a relationship with my boyfriend for five years and obviously I'm annoying and I will just randomly look at him and be like, do you love me? Do you think I'm pretty? Do you, do you want to be with me? Like jokingly, but I've never had to question how he actually feels about me. His actions and his words always line up. If they're saying something but their actions aren't lining up, their words aren't shit. Their words hold no value. They don't get to tell you how special you are and how important you are in private and then disrespect you in public. And you might be listening to this and be like, well, Ashley, we're just hooking up. We're just fucking around. They don't owe me anything. But like I said before, just because you're fucking doesn't mean they don't owe you respect. And I do think a big part of that mindset that you don't think they owe you anything comes from you not entirely believing that you deserve respect. And in no way, again, am I blaming you for them disrespecting you. I'm just saying that if you don't think you deserve respect, these people who have the brain capacity of a goldfish are not going to respect you because it's too much for them, which is ridiculous. Think of it as if you are fucking around with this person, that is a privilege for them to be able to fuck around with you. You decided that you wanted to give this person your time. You could have given your time to anyone, but you chose them. It is a luxury for them. The least they can do is acknowledge that and not fuck it up by acting as if that isn't a big deal because you are a big deal and you deserve to be treated like one. And I hate to be this person, but more than likely, if your situationship only happens at night, you're only getting texts after midnight, you're only seeing them when you're drinking, if you two don't hang out unless it's a hookup, you either have to be totally okay with just fucking, and if you are, I applaud you because I have never been able to do that. I've always 
caught feelings or you have to be fucking for real with yourself and drill it into your head that they don't see you more than a hookup and you have to leave the situation. In the past, I've gotten myself stuck in a situation where we were just hooking up but I caught feelings and I kept telling myself eventually it was going to become more because if I was catching feelings, there was no way they weren't too. And I was just straight up lying to myself because I saw potential in this person when there really was none. They just wanted someone to fuck around with and I was allowing that to happen. And I knew we were just hookups when I finally realized that I felt weird and I felt annoying and I felt clingy whenever I wanted to text them throughout the day or if I wanted to make plans with them throughout the day. I felt like I was crossing a boundary by just asking them to hang out with me with no intention of hooking up. Like if we weren't hooking up, I felt like the most annoying bitch alive because I wasn't giving them what they wanted and that's not okay. You shouldn't feel like you have to give someone something in order for them to want to spend time with you. You shouldn't have to bribe them to want to be in your life. I just found myself playing this mind game of how can I make this person want me for more than just a person to sleep with? How can I make this person want me for me? Should I text them and then not reply when they reply to me? Should I see other people just like they are and see if it makes them jealous? Should I ignore them in public to get their attention? I was just doing crazy things that you shouldn't have to do if someone actually likes you. And then on top of that, I was beefing with other girls over these boys. Like I said before, I felt like I was in competition because I wanted to be the best option for whichever guy I was talking to at the time. I know this might be hard to believe because it seems so common, but if you are fighting with other people over someone, that is a huge fucking red flag. No one who has the intention of being with you or actually liking you is going to make you fight over them. And it didn't cross my mind that this is something that you shouldn't have to do until again, I was with my current boyfriend. Before him, any guy that I was with, even my two past exclusive relationships, there were always girls in the beginning that I felt like I had to compete with and win my boyfriend over. With this relationship I'm in now, of course there were girls that were interested in him, but he wasn't interested in them. He was only interested in me, so I didn't have to fight. If you are talking to someone and you see girls or boys commenting on their photos and you see them Snapchatting and texting other people in more than a friendly way or you hear that they're fucking around with other people, that is your sign to dip out. More than likely, the way that you feel about them and you feel about the situation these other people feel the exact same way because they're probably getting strung along. And if that wasn't the case, they wouldn't be in their comment section. They wouldn't be in their text messages. They wouldn't be talking about this person to their friends, but they are. It's just not worth the mental struggle to compete with other people for someone who isn't giving you their all. When someone really likes you and they have the intention of being with you, whether that's now or in the future, they're not going to entertain anyone but you. And if they are, it's because they either want validation or they want to have multiple options. And in that case, fuck that. I get a lot of DMs asking how to decide to stop trying when things get messy or when they get too complicated. And my best advice for deciding whether or not you should end things with someone or to step away from a situation is to go by how you feel. 
if you notice yourself feeling like shit more than you are happy or excited about being with this person, it's not worth it. When you get into any relationship, whether it's serious or not, you do it because you're excited and because you're getting something out of it that you wouldn't if you weren't talking to this person. If you find yourself feeling hurt more than you're having fun, it's not worth it. You always have the right to decide to be alone. You can always go back to being alone. Having someone in your life is just an addition. It's supposed to add something to your life. It's supposed to make your life better, not worse and not harder. If you get to a point with anyone where you don't think this person is benefiting you, you do not have to deal with it. You do not have to entertain it if it's not doing anything positive for you. You can always find something or someone who's going to give you what you're missing in that person. I know when you like someone, you think, this is the best fucking thing ever. I'm never going to find anything better than this. This person's meant for me. You romanticize the fuck out of this person and the relationship you have. But the truth is, you can always find better. With that being said, if you find yourself feeling like shit and they're disrespecting you and making you question your worth, you do not need to stick around because once you leave, that just opens the door for new opportunity and for someone who will treat you right. I've talked about this in previous episodes, but in the past, I literally closed the door on so many possible connections because I had my eyes on boys who didn't treat me right and by sticking around these boys that didn't treat me right, I missed out on so many opportunities with people who are willing to treat me the way I deserve. I think for me, if I could go back and tell myself one thing that would have saved me from wasting my time and hurting my own feelings is the second you start developing strong feelings for someone who seems to only be a hookup or you've already established with this person that you're only friends with benefits and it's not going to be anything more than that, leave the situation. Of course, you can express your feelings and your thoughts to this person to see if they're also having the same kind of questions about what you two are. But if you're going to do that, prepare yourself to have your feelings hurt because if they didn't already put the effort in to make it more than it is, they probably don't want that and they probably are going to tell you that or they're going to try and string you along. That's why I say if you know for certain that this is just a hookup and you catch yourself thinking about them so much and fantasizing about what you two could be and find yourself getting butterflies and talking about them all the time and it's becoming way more than just a hookup in your head, get out of that situationship now. It's not going to get any easier from that point on. It's just going to get harder. And if you're feeling these feelings about this person, that means you probably want more than what you two are. And if that's the case, go find that in someone else. Find someone who also wants to be in a relationship and wants to be more than friends with benefits. And I say to get out now instead of waiting because it's going to get harder to leave once you realize how strong your feelings are for this person. And when you realize they either don't feel the same way about you or they don't want the same thing that you do, you're going to be heartbroken. It can hurt just as much, if not worse, than being broken up with by a significant other. And I don't think people give situationships enough credit. I think people downplay it a lot and say, well, why are you upset? You didn't even date. You shouldn't be that upset. They weren't your boyfriend. They weren't your girlfriend. You don't have a right to be upset because you never dated. And people minimize what you had with someone just because there's no label on it. And sometimes, even the person you were in a situationship with also minimizes what you two were 
just because they didn't feel the way that you did about them. I've seen so many people call each other crazy for how they reacted when the situationship ended, but they neglect the fact that just because you guys were hooking up or had a thing doesn't mean this person didn't develop strong, genuine feelings for you and are mourning the fact that it's over. And the reason I say that it could hurt just as much, if not more, than being in an exclusive relationship is because you're dealing with the pain of letting go of someone and something that you enjoyed, you're letting go of the potential you saw in that person and the idea of what you thought you two were going to be, and also you're dealing with the internal struggle of, I was good enough to sleep with and to hang around, but I wasn't good enough to date. I feel like a lot of us do get validation when we're in an exclusive relationship because it shows that this person only wants to date you and that you're special. And I'm not saying that that's right or that we should seek validation from that, but a lot of us do. So when it becomes apparent to us that people don't want to date us, but they want to see us in private and do everything with us but be public, it can be really harmful to our mental health and our self-worth. I have even been in the position of dating a guy and their exes or someone they were with before me is still upset over the breakup and I've gotten very territorial over my boyfriend because I obviously didn't want to lose them and a part of me was intimidated by their past relationship and I would look at these girls that were still grieving the loss of what they had with my boyfriend and I almost made fun of them and belittled them because I was thinking like, why are you so obsessed with my boyfriend still? You never dated him, like it's not that deep, move on, get over it. When I was never in the relationship, I don't know how serious or not serious they were. I don't know the feelings they had towards my boyfriend. Who am I to judge how they feel? So it can be really hard when a situationship ends and you have everyone around you just minimizing your feelings and invalidating you because you didn't get the label of their girlfriend or boyfriend. And it's hard as hell to do anything when you have no support. So if your friends and family are telling you, just get over it, you deserve better, move on. Yeah, that's nice and they're right, but you still need the support to do so. You still need people saying it's going to get better and you're loved, and it's okay to feel the way you're feeling, and let yourself feel that way. Any loss is still a loss, even if it's not important or a big deal in someone else's eyes. I feel like a lot of people, when they get out of anything, whether that be a situationship, a friendship breakup, a romantic breakup, the first thing they do and what other people want them to do is rebound and do a bunch of things that are going to distract them from the pain. And yes, partying and seeing new people can definitely take your mind off that, but I don't always think that's the best option. It can be an option. You can be doing that while also doing other things, but I don't think it's the best way to get over being hurt by someone. I think to get over anything, and I've talked about this before, you need to face it and need to accept what is gone is gone and reflect on what the fuck just happened. Accept that it's over and allow yourself to let it go without thinking there's a possibility of it coming back. Because I have been that girl who ends things or gets broken up with, and I still wait around for that 2 a.m. text to meet them at their place. Do not do it. All it's doing is delaying your process of healing and stringing the pain out more. If you think it hurts now, wait until it hurts in another two months because you allowed that person back into your life and you got broken up with for the second time. 
anytime you allow someone back into your life who's hurt you, you allow them to hurt you multiple times. Why would you want to be hurt multiple times? What is the point of trying to heal? It's literally like having a scab on your skin. If you pick at it, it's going to bleed and you have to start all over and it has to heal again. Let the wound fucking heal. Stop touching it. The best thing that you can do is put your foot down, put your big girl panties on and end it for yourself. Because more than likely, although this person does not want to be in a relationship with you and they've made that clear, if you keep coming back for more, they're going to keep allowing it until they don't want it anymore. And to be honest, they're always going to kind of want it because they know they don't need to date you to have you. So they'll either end it when they're over it or when they finally decide they want to date someone else that's not you. So put your foot down and tell them no more. You can't be a part of my life and I don't want to be a part of yours until I know for a fact that I am the only person entertaining you in this specific way and if they can't do that, bye, see ya. Can't wait till you see my new Instagram picture with my new boo who actually treats me right and loves me and that's not you. But I bet you're going to wish it was you because you're going to realize what you're missing out on. Too bad. Bye. Block his number. Block his friend's number and close that chapter. After you do that, stop romanticizing the situationship. The reason you're going to want to keep going back for more is because your mind is going to try to tell you that the situationship was great and it was magical and that you have so many great times with this person and no other person made you feel like that and they made you feel pretty and important. But the truth is, if they thought you were pretty and important, they would have treated you like you were And maybe they did in private, but they sure as hell didn't do that publicly or else you wouldn't be in this situation. I am so guilty of romanticizing so many parts of my life and all the different friendships and relationships I've had in the past. Like I could deadass make myself miss someone and convince myself to text them or try to rekindle a friendship with someone because I think about the good times and the good things we had. And I kind of put everything bad they've done to me and said to me on the back burner when all of the bad things they've done have really outweighed the good by so much. If you find yourself missing someone because you remember a good time you've had with them, it's okay to enjoy that moment because it was a part of your life and every part of your life is important. But before you go and tell yourself that you should rekindle your relationship with that person, think about why there's not a relationship with them right now. Why aren't they in your life right now? What happened that got you to where you are right now? Because I think as time goes on and we spend X amount of time without a person, we tend to forget what the reason is for why we are not in each other's lives anymore. There's been times where I think about my ex-best friend and I think about how great it would be if we were talking right now and all of the things that we would be doing right now and I wanted to reach out and be like, hey, I miss you. We should get together sometime and I have to stop myself and remind myself why she's not in my life anymore how she made me feel, and why our friendship just didn't work. Yes, time can heal and people can change, but if I'm okay right now and I have good people in my life, why do I need to test whether or not that person who has shown me that they weren't a good addition to my life could work now? Why do I need them in my life right now? I don't. Testing to see if they could potentially be good for me right now is too risky and could ruin the good that I do have in my life right now. I think if you're going to reflect on past relationships, instead of thinking about how you miss this person and wondering how life would be if they were back in your life, 
reflect on what they did to you and what that relationship taught you. If you were in a situationship that ended badly, why did it end bad? How did they make you feel and what was lacking that you needed that you didn't get from them? Take the pain that was caused and turn it into something that will benefit you. That person might have not benefited you, but you can turn what they did to you into something that will. Instead of dwelling on how badly they hurt you, try to figure out why it made you feel that way. That way, moving forward, you won't settle for that in future relationships. Figure out what you do and what you don't want from people so you can set clear boundaries and expectations for the people that come into your life. There's so much power in knowing what you want and not allowing anyone to give you less than that. I think what I want to end with and the last thing that I think is so important in moving on from a situationship or any relationship in your life is don't beat yourself up. Don't set your worth based on how someone else treated you or how someone else viewed you. It's so easy to say, well, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not this enough. Because this person wanted someone else and not me and they didn't want to date me. As if their opinion matters more than yours. You know yourself a million times better than anyone. And if you think you're worth it, if you think you're good enough, if you think you're the baddest bitch alive, it doesn't matter that this person didn't see that. You need to learn to trust yourself and your judgment more than others. If someone doesn't see the value of you, it doesn't mean the value of you goes down. It just means they didn't see it and that's their problem that they missed out on someone who's fucking amazing. You dodged a bullet because why would you want to be with someone who doesn't see your worth? Why wouldn't you want to be with someone who has no taste? Like, I'm going to be honest. I think one of the biggest red flags I missed when dating my ex was he didn't like Taco Bell. Like, literally tasteless. What the fuck? And I know I'm partially kidding, but also... Not really. Like, who doesn't like Taco Bell? Anyone who knows me knows eating Taco Bell is like literally a personality trait of mine. And when I was dating him, I literally couldn't eat Taco Bell with him. And a big thing with me is eating food with my significant other. Like, when my boyfriend doesn't want food, but I want food, I legitimately get pissed off. So, the fact that I couldn't enjoy one of my favorite things with my partner at the time is such a turnoff and such a red flag. Why would you want to be with someone? Who doesn't like the same things as you if you like you and they don't like you fuck them they have no taste so their opinion is invalid and they don't deserve to hang around with someone like you who has the best taste who has an exquisite flavor palette ending a situationship can be hard but just remember when it ends it just means something better is beginning nothing great can come without letting go As soon as you're able to detach from things that aren't meant for you, the sooner you can allow good things to happen to you and good things to come to you. So keep that in the front of your mind when you get upset about things ending. I hope this episode did your request justice. I got so many requests to talk about situationships and I think I've had enough experience in my life to talk about them. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If I missed anything or you want me to expand on anything, Tell me on Instagram. Like I said, my username is in the description of this episode. I love when you DM me and I love talking to you. So make sure to hit me up. And if for whatever reason I haven't responded to you, 
just spam my dms and i eventually will also i do have a giveaway going on with shop caro that's going to be on friday the 14th if you want to enter make sure to go to my instagram and look for that um and yeah so thank you so much for listening to this week's episode i love you so much besties and i will talk to you next week bye Now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Not available in all states.